What is up, y'all? What is going on, man? Welcome to another episode of uh, Scrolling Through Life with Tom Brahani. Uh, so this is a quick little uh, new thing I'm trying out, man. It's a uh, little series that I'm going to call Scrolling With, uh, you know, about 30 to 45 minutes long, uh, real short ones. Uh, very, very, you know, uh, subject oriented or storytelling. Maybe me telling uh, a quick story of of something that I had talked about on a podcast or something that I had mentioned that I would, uh, you know, um, tell when I was, uh, building this, uh, idea of the podcast uh, a year ago. Um, I started posting up little, you know, little, uh, snippets of what I wanted to talk about on the podcast when the idea was just coming up. And one thing that had, that I had posted up was, uh, the time that I was called a, uh, a nigger, um, by a Sergeant major at that, um, while I was in, um, on a deployment. Um, but before we even get to that story real quick, um, you know, I get asked the question all the time, Hey, uh, you know, you being from, um, Ranger Battalion and, and, and special forces, you know, was there a lot of racism in uh, Ranger Battalion? And I can never, ever, ever stress enough, man, and I try to you know, tell this shit to everybody every time I get asked this question. Um, I never experienced any of that shit, any, any racism in Ranger Battalion. Now, I, I always tell people this, man, this is my stories and my view and what happened to me in my life, so I can never speak for anybody else and their experiences. Um, I just know that I never experienced racism um, in Ranger Battalion. Uh, yes, was I one of 10 dudes, 10 black guys out of the thousand? Um, you know, yes. Uh, there was, you know, black dudes do come through, did come through, just never lasted long enough. Um, but that doesn't mean just because they were black, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people come, they don't last that fucking long. You know what I mean? It's, 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 you're fighting for your job every single day there. And the reason I even say that is because all Ranger Battalion cares about is your fucking performance. They don't give a fuck about your skin color. They don't give a fuck about nothing else. All they care about is can you perform? Can you do the mission? Are you physically fit? Are you mentally capable of doing the, you know what I'm saying? The, uh, mission, the job. That's all they care about, man. They don't care about nothing else. Um, so, you know, with that sense, um, you know, when I get asked that, I think people just think just because of the majority, you know, it's, it's all, you know, white dudes there that it's, 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 it's a racist unit. It's not, nobody gives a fuck, man. It, once you get to special operations from what I have seen, um, or, you know what I'm saying, from my experience is that nobody cares. They care, all they care about is the job man, and the mission. Cause that's all, you know, that we want to do. Um, we, we just want to take the fight to the bad guy. And that's all that matters at the end of the day. But with the caveat of that is that, Yes, there's still racist motherfuckers out there, uh, but nobody's ever going to be, you know, uh, an open racist, man. You know what I'm saying? They're always going to do little small shit behind your back or, two, you know what I'm saying, talk shit behind your back. Um, so, I'm, you know, I, I can only imagine the shit that was ever said behind my back because uh, of the race of my, because of the color of my skin. Um, so, to have been called a nigger to my face... Man, it, it, it was a very, very hard thing to swallow. It was a very hard thing to just sit there and take because I knew what I wanted to do, um, but I also knew what I couldn't do. Um, um, I have been called a nigger many times uh, by civilians, and it never goes well for them, ever. So 
for me to be called a nigger by a sergeant major by somebody who I, you know, um, put my full trust in, uh, somebody who I would have never expected any of this stuff to ever come out of their mouth, especially in my line of work. I would, it's just something, I, it was just blew me the fuck away. So let's just get to the story of how that even ever came about. Um, so another, another little caveat, I, you know, this podcast, um, you know, it's never to bitch about the military. It's never to, cause I had a great time, man. This is the best years of my life. I loved my job. I loved the people I worked with. I loved everything about it. I love serving my country. I love deploying. I love it all, man. So I'm, you know, it's never bitching, but it's, it's letting you guys know the little, uh, fucked up pieces that are within the military. You know what I mean? Um, I had always uh, told myself I'd never say any names, um, you know what I mean? But I am gonna make the exception with this one gentleman because uh, it should be known that he's a racist motherfucker, uh, plain and simple, man. I mean, it is what it is, and it, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm probably gonna get some fucking heat for this, but it is what it is. I really don't give a fuck because um, Racist people should not be in this fucking community, man. It's it's, it's especially when they're so racist and, and open like that. They should not be in this community because I can only imagine, man, how many people he's probably held back uh, just because of their, the color of their skin. You know what I mean? I can only fathom um, uh, him running a selection course or something, and and you know, fucking up somebody's, you know, doing something to, to, to not let them go through. And I'm not saying he did that. I'm just saying, you know, I can only imagine if you, if, if you call me a nigger to my face, I can only imagine what you, what you're doing behind closed doors, man. Um, it's, it's just that easy. So I was in fifth group. Um, and, uh, I had an opportunity, um, to go on a mission, uh, a deployment um, by myself, which I'd be working under um, another um, entity. Uh, excuse me. And um, that I'd be working underneath an, uh, another unit, but I'd be the only SF guy. So, you know, it was, for me, it was a pretty huge deal. It was, you know, that I got uh, put this responsibility, um, you know, to go there by myself and I, you know, to get chosen was huge for me, man. So I was excited, um, you know, and I, and I didn't want to let my, my, uh, unit down. And I didn't want to let anybody down, of course. So, you know, I just wanted to go do the best that I could do. So, um, I deploy, um, and, um, I was working at the embassy. Uh, I was working with this gentleman. Um, his name is, uh, uh, Frank Sawicki. I'm only gonna say it a couple times and then I'm, I'm never saying this dude's name ever again. Uh, Frank Sawicki. So, uh, you know, from the get, I could tell, you know, he didn't like me. Um, you know, it was very fake. He, the way he would treat me was just like, I was like lower class. I was uh, like a, man, like I, I can't even explain the way he, it was, it was just horrible the way he had treated me. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I'm a, um, I speak Arabic fluently and, you know, he would stop taking me to meetings, uh, because I was, you know, trying to help him out, you know what I mean? Cause he didn't speak any Arabic and he just didn't like that shit, man. So he would give me the most, um, minuscule jobs. Uh, you know, he would try to give me stupid, stupid busy work just to keep me busy, just to fuck with me, which I knew now, um, you know, like later on at the times, you know, I look back and I'm like, man, that motherfucker was just fucking with me, you know? Um, so 
you know, I had a routine. I would, you know, if we weren't working or whatever, um, you know, I would go to the gym, come back and hang out and, you know, go run my errands for the day. So this particular day, uh, I had came back from the gym and uh, uh, Frank was sitting there and they had two support guys that had came um, to bring money um, and to help out with some some stuff there. Uh, let me retract here real quick. So before all this had happened, so so just some of the things that were happening. So uh, when I got there, there was another team that was already there um, and I had known one of the guys from Ranger Battalion. So, uh, you know, they switched out um, and Frank was the one who came in. It was probably about a month later, I think, or two months later, something like that. Um, Frank and another guy, uh, let's call him John, had came. So it was just us three. Um, and before that, um, you know, I'd be running errands, you know, so I would need money. And w one thing is, man, you know, before I left on this on this trip, uh, my group commander said to me, Tom, three things are going to fuck your th three things will fuck your career. Money, women and alcohol. So I made sure that I'm not going to fucking allow any of these things to derail my career. So even when I was there on this deployment, you know, I kept my drinking to a minimum. You know what I mean? Um and one, I don't even like money. I fucking hate touching government money. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I don't like it. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I didn't want nothing to do with it, but they would allow me, you know, to go in the safe, to go put money in there. So like, you know, I'd get money and, and you know, I'd have to open the safe to put money in there or whatever. So when Frank and his buddy came there, uh, he changed the safe, which I never even went in there anyhow, um, but he changed the safe combo and he says to me, uh, hey, just want to give you a heads up. We changed the safe combo. And I was like, well, that's cool. I mean, like, I don't go in there anyway. So it's okay. Like no big deal. And he's like, and I, and I didn't ask him. I didn't prompt this. I, that's I literally all I said was, okay, cool. And he says, because if money comes up missing, we're blaming you. And I'm like, what? And you know what I mean? I gave him that look kind of like, what? But, the, but I, okay, I, whatever, man. I'm glad you changed it. And I'm so fucking glad that he changed that combo because I could only imagine what would have happened, um, you know, if they were to take money out and who would they blame? What am I going to say? Like, seriously, like these dudes are, you know, at a tier above me. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure their word's going to be bonnets two of them and, and just me. So like, who's going to believe me any fucking how? So anyways, I was glad that he changed the combo. I didn't want nothing to do with it. Um, you know, he, Frank is a fucking arrogant person. He's a very, very arrogant person. Um, just the way he would talk to me about, you know, my job and deployments and, you know, I never talked much, so he didn't never knew much about me, but he would talk to me as if I never had accomplished anything or, you know, done anything in my military career. But at that time I had more deployments than this motherfucker did. Um, you know, so we're not even going to get to that. But, uh, so I come back from the gym this day, I come back from the gym this day and he's sitting there and I can't remember what was on TV. Mind you this, there was two support guys that had came, they were sitting in the living room in the couch. Um, and, uh, um, I come in and Frank says, there's something on TV. Like I said, I can't remember what it was, what movie it was somebody, I don't know, man. Um, but it was like somebody on TV had their pants sagging and all this shit. And he goes, Tom, do you dress like that? And I'm like, and, you know, I just kind of like look at him like, well, one, um, it shouldn't matter, but this is how I dress every day. Like, this is how I dress here. This is how I dress back home. Unless I'm obviously, you know, wearing a suit, you know, I don't wear suits like that. So I was like, nah, man, this is how I dress every day, Frank. Like, I don't change myself. Like, this is who I am. You know what I mean? 
what you see is what you get, man. Like I dress like this back home when I'm going out with the boys. I dress like this when I'm at home, when I'm home at work. It's just how it is, man. So we're sitting there and, you know, we're talking or whatever. I'm talking to the support guys because I had actually met them before I came on that deployment. Um, I had gone to their unit and I had, um, you know, was sending some stuff. So Frank out of the blue goes, uh, says to me, hey, do you know why we don't have black people in the unit? Talking about in the like in the community, in in his unit. And I go, you know, I was just thinking, you know, because the joke is always is because you know black people can't, you know, what I'm saying we have a tough time swimming. We're not good swimmers. So you know, a lot of black guys in in the special in the special operations community are always physically fit, stellar guys. You know, smart, physically, mentally, and all that shit. But as soon as they get to the uh, swimming portion, they just you know, what I'm saying a lot of dudes just don't ever pass that. Um, you know, and and that's the one thing that holds people back. So I thought he was gonna crack a stupid fucking joke. You know what I mean? So I go, oh, because we can't swim, in, we can't swim. So, mind you, it's me, Frank to my right, and then the two support guys to his right. Uh, and, um, you know, I go, no, nah, you know, I don't know, because we can't swim. And he was like, nah, because we don't take fucking niggers. I saw one dude was a Hispanic guy. The other guy was a uh, um, white guy. And uh, their jaws just dropped. The other guy, John, his counterpart, was to my left, and he's just sitting there, and the other two guys' jaw just dropped, and I'm just kind of like, I just pause, and I'm just like taken back for a second, like, what the fuck? Like, so I was like, uh, okay. And, um, and then he proceeded to talk about, uh, you know, our support guys and special forces compared to their support guys and how, um, you know, our support guys are horrible or whatever. And he ended up saying, he ended up, I can't remember what context he used it, but he ended up, um, you know, pretty much calling me a nigger again. I'm saying using the nigger again twice. Um, and I'm telling you right now, the two guys next to him, their jaw just literally just dropped. They were just staring at me because I think everybody was waiting to see what I was going to do. So, I got all this shit running through my mind. Like, man, I just want to knock this motherfucker out. But if I do, how is that going to look? Because we know the story is not going to be the true story. It's it's, it's going to change uh, to this black guy who just fucking blew up out of nowhere. We need to get him to fuck out of this country now. And, you know, my career would have been done at that time. I think I was like 16 years in or something, 17 years in. No, no, no. I was like 15 or 16. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, so I'm just like, man, like, what do I do? You know, I'm just like, whatever. And, you know, he acts like it's nothing. And I'm just like, all right, man, I got to go. You know what I mean? And I went upstairs and changed. And luckily at this time, I think I had like two months left. Um, I think I had about two months left till I was coming back home. So for the next two months, I'm just, well, not even two months. It was like a month. I take that back. So I'm just like, you know, I'm just heated. I'm just, I'm like, man, dude, like I know what I want to do, but I'm, I'm done with this dude. I just want to go home. Um, at this time it's been like five months. And, uh, um, so, you know, I'm just getting irritated with him. He keeps fucking with me. Right. Um, because I allowed him, 
I allowed him for the five months that I was there to treat me the way that he was treating me. I allowed it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't step up. I didn't stand up for myself. I, I just allowed it. One, because he was about to become a sergeant major at the time. Um, and, you know, in, he's in this unit that's above mine. And, you know, I'm just by myself. So, I'm, you know, I just want to do the right thing. You know what I mean? Be the, be the good soldier and just get the mission done. Go back home and make my unit happy without any incidences um, and, and just go home. That's all I wanted to do. So I allowed him to treat me and talk to me the way that he did. So in a sense, I don't blame him for the way he treated me because I allowed him to do that. Um, and I'm not that type of person. I always stand up for myself, but I, it was just, I, I just didn't want to get kicked out of the country and, and make my make my unit look bad. So, um, you know, this goes on, man. And like, you know, he's just fucking with me every day. And I remember, you know, they were getting ready to do a, a change out with the next uh, uh, guys that were coming in. And, um, um, he wanted to fuck with me and he lived about, um, you know, he, he, he lived away, he lived in another house away from us. So to show his power, uh, he tells me he needs me at his house, um, the next morning. And I'm like, okay, for what? He's like, I need you to ch check the, um, there's something wrong with electricity. And I'm like, well, that's okay. Let's, I mean, do you want me to call somebody for it? Cause like we, you can just get, you know, you live in an apartment, they have somebody for that. Like literally there's that, that's the guy's job. And, uh, he was like, no, I need you to do it. And I'm like, well, I'm not an electrician, man. Like one, I'm a fucking Bravo. Like I'm going to say I'm a weapon sergeant. Like I'm not, I don't fuck around with like wires and shit, man. Like that's not my thing. And he's like, well, you know, just, just come here and check it out. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, all right, whatever. And I get there and uh, they're all sitting in the living room and I can hear them, you know, sitting there ch chattering about me and talking shit. Um, and I'm just like, all right, Frank, what do you need to do? And this motherfucker goes, I need you to check all the electricity plugs, all the plugs. And I'm like, like, what, like I'm, I'm not understanding, Frank. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, check what? Like, I'm not an electrician, man. Like, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you got a volt meter, a reader and all that shit? Whatever it's called, man. And he's like, nah, just take your phone take your charger and plug it to every single socket and the ones that don't work, put tape over it and check all the switches and same thing, put tape over the one. And I'm like, what? I'm like, bro, like we, okay, I'll do it. And then afterwards, you know, he's just sitting there laughing at me and laughing at me and I can hear him laughing and him, you know, and I could see there was like two other guys that were fucking, I could tell they felt uncomfortable. Like I could see it, they felt uncomfortable. They didn't want to say a word. They were just, you know, just sitting there and he's just trying to show his little power like a bitch. Um, so I get heated, man, like pissed. Ah, that was kind of enough for me. Um, I had enough of it. I'm just like, yo, you know, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm going home, you know? So I get back to my, to my villa and, um, I call back home and I'm just heated, man. Like I could barely talk. I'm just like, yo, I'm buying a ticket. I'm coming home today. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming home like, like, or I'm gonna knock this motherfucker out and there's gonna be fucking problems. Like it's, I'm, I need to get the fuck out of here. So um, the guy back home um, was like, yo, like what's going on? And I'm just like, yo, I just need to come home. We'll talk about it when I come home, but I need to come home. And he's like, all right, cool. Just, just buy a ticket, man. Just come home. I'm like, cool. So I tell them, I'm like, hey, um, you know, my replacement will be here uh, in a week, but I'm leaving here in a couple of days. And, you know, 
I think they could feel something, you know, was not right. You know, and they're trying to like be nice and shit, but it's too late, man. Like it's too late. You ain't gonna call me no motherfucking nigga. You ain't gonna treat me like no motherfucking, you know, servant, like peasant and shit, man. Um, and, 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 and treat me like shit, you know what I mean? And then try to think I'm gonna be cool with it. Like, nah, like, like we're done, homie. So I come home and I've got a bomb ass chain of command, man. Like I've always said, I'm, I'm, I've always been very blessed. Uh, so I come home. Um, I don't even tell anybody. All I do is just tell, you know, um, my sergeant um, what had happened. Uh, the master sergeant. So I tell him what happened and he goes, do you want me to say anything? I'm like, nah, I'm like, cause I'm not going to file anything. I don't want to file a report. I don't want to do nothing. You know what I mean? And the reason I didn't is because, and I look back and I fuck man, I, I, I should have, but now I look back and because, you know, I think, um, And um, sorry about that. So the reason I didn't file a report is because in my thought, I was like, man, you know, I still have another like six years, you know, I'm going to be here for a while. I wasn't even planning on retiring at 20 years. You know what I mean? So I was like, man, like there isn't too many black dudes. Like if I make this complaint and this dude loses his job, I'm fucked. Like I'm fucked. Like word's going to spread, like, I'm probably never going to be able to, like, you know what I'm saying, do any of these singleton missions again, like, it's just not going to happen, so I, you know, I opted to not say anything, but word got back to my sergeant major at the time, and he was not happy, man, he was livid, and he calls me in, and he's like, tell me what happened, and I tell him what happened, uh, just like I told y'all right now, and he was like, why didn't you knock the motherfucker out, now, you know, I love that he said that, man. And, you know, and I said to him and I said, Sergeant Major, like, like, you know, for you, this is a huge deal, but like, it ain't the first time I've been called a nigger and it ain't gonna be the fucking last. And, you know, two, if I say something like, yeah, he's gonna get in trouble, all this shit, but my name's fucked. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm fucked, like my name's fucked. Like, I'm, like my name's gonna be spread around. Um, whether I did, you know, it's the right thing to do, but, it's gonna fuck me. So he so he was like, all right, cool. He was like, well, I'm gonna reach out to somebody back over there, a friend of his that he had at that unit. He's like, do you mind? I'm like, nah, do you, but just understand, like I'm not filing anything. And he's like, okay. So, you know, cause he's a cool ass dude, Sergeant Major makes his phone calls. And um, it was probably about two weeks later, um, John, the other guy calls me. He goes, hey, Frank wants to talk to you. And I was like, Frank, want to talk to me for what? I don't want to talk to Frank. I got nothing to say, Frank. Uh, you know what I mean? And he's like, well, and this is what John said to me. <laughs> uh, this dude's a joke too. He says, he says, hey, we're in a lot of trouble, man. Can you please tell them that I didn't say nothing? I was like, you're 100% right. You didn't say anything. You just sat there. Like you just sat there and you didn't say nothing. You're right. But you can be rest assured. <laughs> I'm not filing any complaint, but if you and Frank got anything to say or you got anything to say, you can go talk to the man who is doing something. And that's a sergeant major. Like, I'm not doing nothing. He's like, yeah, but can you please just, you know, tell him that I didn't do, say nothing? I'm like, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not. Nope. Because it's none of my business now. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Sergeant major's telling him that. So, you know, and, and um, this Frank character had actually came from um, fifth group. And um, he wasn't a bat boy, but he had came from fifth group. And, you know, at the time, 
word I guess had gotten around and I had a couple, um, my range buddies that are, that are um, over there at this unit, um, uh, you know, reach out to me and I'll talk to them and they straight up, you know, this is why I love my Ranger brothers, man. And, and this is why I tell y'all, like I never experienced a shit in Ranger Battalion, you know, and these are guys that had been there and now are at this unit, you know, and they said to me, Hey man, we heard, and I just, we just want to let you know that is not how it is here. And that's disgusting. And we don't condone what he's you know what I'm saying, what he said to you or what he did. Like, that's not how we roll around here. You know what I mean? And I was like, well, it's all good. You know what I mean? But like, to me, it's like, man, if Frank was that bold and that open and not, you know, to say it to my face like that, like I couldn't imagine what he's doing behind closed doors, man. And not even that, imagine how bold you got to be to be a sergeant major and to use those words to somebody like, man, imagine how comfortable you got to be y'all. Imagine that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so I let it go, man. You know what I mean? You know, and, and, and I just let it go. And about a couple weeks ago, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, um, I'm walking into the hospital and I got my head down, you know, walking through the revolver, uh, revolving door and, uh, through my peripheral, I see somebody, you know, like a, like a quick movement. You know, I'll kind of like look down or I just see a quick movement as I get through the revolving door. I look and I, I'm just staring at this guy. I'm like, yo, that guy looks so familiar. So, um, I'm like, yo, so I just yell out. I'm like, yo, Frank, you know what I mean? And, um, before he even turns around now, this is, this is important what I'm about to say. So before he even turns around, he's like, Hey Tom, right? Now, the reason I say that, people, is because this is he knew who I was before he even turned around, right? And I say this because he knew that he was wrong. He knew what he had said and done was wrong, but he was not wanting to face it and apologize and deal with it. See what I'm saying? There was a point where I was like, you know... I was always expecting I'd run into him and I, you know, I was like, all right, man, hopefully, you know, when I see him, he'll apologize, blah, 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 blah. But nah, you know, and, and that's the thing, man. It's, it's, he had the opportunity to change, to, to make it right. He had an op, he had an opportunity to fix what he said and, and know what he said was wrong. But, you know, obviously that's not what he's about, man. So, um, is there racism in, in, uh, Special operations, yes, you know, isolated people like that, but not to your face and nobody's going to try to hinder your career uh, because of the, the color of your skin, at least from my experience, at least from my experience. And I can't, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that that hasn't happened to other people. Um, but I, you know what I'm saying? Of course, you always got those people that talk shit that, you know, still got that little bit of hatred, that racism in them because of the way that they, you know, of where they come from or the way that they're raised or whatever. Um, but as a whole, man, once you get to this level, like nobody cares, all they care really about the, you know, the vast majority, all they care about is your performance and the type of person you are, you know what I mean? Um, and that is the thing you always, you know, you let your performance speak for itself. You know what I mean? So even when somebody's trying to be racist, 
Like, what are they going to say if you're doing everything else right and you're performing right and you're doing your job right and you're exceeding stuff? You know what I mean? Like, what can they really say besides, yeah, fuck that nigga or fuck that, you know, chink or this or, or, or you know, whatever, man. You know what I mean? Or that bean or whatever it is. What can they really say? You know what I mean? Um, they can't say shit. So that's why I always tell people when, you know, whenever I get asked stuff about racism in, in Ranger Battalion and Special Operation or in Special Forces, I always tell people all the time, don't worry about that shit, just perform. Just do your job. Just do what you got to do, perform. And nobody, don't give anybody a reason to fucking say anything. You know what I mean? Um, you know, don't give them a, a, an open, you know what I'm saying? Don't give them an, 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 an open, uh, an open. You know, just do your job, perform, and and uh, that's it, man. It's really that simple, man. Like, you know, like I'm here stuttering, trying to like come up with something complicated, but it's really it. Just perform. Just do your job, man. Skin color don't fucking matter, you know what I'm saying, when you're trying to do your job. Skin color don't fucking matter when you, you know what I'm saying, you get shot at. Skin, skin color, none of that shit fucking matters, man. And if the guy to your left and right, if that is what he cares about, then that motherfucker should not fucking be there. Plain and fucking simple. Plain and fucking simple. This fucking community ain't got no fucking room for that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it should not. And people should not allow it. And should be, people should not accept it. I failed by accepting it. I failed by allowing it. I failed by allowing him to call me that, get away with it, and for me to think that it's all right because it's just the way that he is probably and that's just the way that it is in his unit. So... Don't allow people to treat you any type of way that you don't want to be treated. Don't allow others to get treated any type of way that they shouldn't be treated. Look out for each other. Stand up for yourself. Uh, you know, just do your thing, man. It's it's that simple. But this was my story, man. This was my 30-minute story of uh, the time that I was called a nigger, man. The one and only time that I was called a nigger in the military. Uh, yeah. So, <sighs> love y'all, man. Much love and respect. Uh, y'all got any questions, y'all know where to find me at. All right. Uh, IG, scrolling through life. All right. Or scrolling through life at Hotmail if you need to email me. Uh, much love and respect, y'all. All right. If you are thinking about going to Special Operations, Ranger Battalion, race should not be an issue that you fucking are worried about. All right. What you should be worried about is your performance. You should be worried about if you're physically fit. All right. And if you can do the job, man, that's what you should be worried about. Don't worry about worry about none of, none of that other bullshit. Much love and respect, y'all. See y'all later.